Hello everyone and welcome to the Taiku Podcast. We are starting a giant series covering Slam Dunk in chunks of, for now, 15 episodes, but I might up that later on. Uh, joining me in the inaugural part is Dawn. Yay, hi! And newcomer, Tom. Hi! Not the Tom from last time, there are two Toms. <laughs> the other Tom. So, uh, I'm gonna, uh, for this episode, we're gonna talk about the release from Senegal first, which was wrought with mess, and then we're gonna talk about the first 14 episodes of the show. Um, but before we get on to that, have either of you watched Greg been exposed to Slam Dunk at all before this? Oh, yes, definitely. Um, you know, as a young anime fan, uh, back in the day, uh, I you couldn't escape Slam Dunk in the 90s because it was just such a popular title. It was like everywhere. And it had a lot of crossover appeal with uh both, you know, Japanese fans and American fans because uh you know, basketball is something that, you know, Americans love and know pretty well. Um so I had tons of friends that were just like, "Oh, you have to watch this. It's so great. It's so great." Uh so I saw a good chunk of it fan subbed uh, when I was younger um, on VHS tapes. <laughs> um, I didn't see all of it, but I saw, you know, the beginning, most of the middle and the end. <laughs> uh, so jumped around in it. Yeah, it was basically like, you know, who do I know that has this, these volumes and this and oh, you have that. Can I borrow this? You know, that kind of thing. Because, uh, you know, the internet wasn't such a big thing back then yet so uh i had to rely on people i knew mostly to see it we're going way back mm-hmm. and um viz uh viz did release the manga um which i have read a little of it um i haven't read all of it because it's just really long but i do have i think the first couple of volumes and um I just, you know, got sidetracked and never finished it. Uh, Tom, have you? No, not really. Um, I, I mean, it, it sort of caught my eye, like, when I was starting to get into watching sports anime a couple of years ago and it, um, and, and manga. And so I got, like, a couple of volumes at a convention and I kind of looked through those and, um, but no, I hadn't really watched the the show before. Um, I knew it was on um, like Crunchyroll subbed, and I, well, I guess I watched a couple episodes then, but I kind of didn't continue with it. And then the set came out, and so I figured, oh, I might as well try it there, and then we can discuss what it, you know <laughs> what that's about. But um, uh, I haven't um, watched or read Slam Dunk at all. And when I watched it, my reaction was basically, this is not Kuroko's basketball at all. <laughs> um, so this is completely new for me. Uh, but before we get into the show, let's talk about Synodyme for a moment. Oh, that whole mess. Ooh. 
So they solicited this release months ago. It might even be more than a year ago now. And uh, I basically immediately pre-ordered it, regardless of thinking whether... Foolishly thinking that it would have a subtitle version on it by default. Because uh, I didn't even know there was a dub for the show at all. And it finally came out. No one... No one knew that it was going to be dub only, but a bunch of people had already received it, or got charged for it, or was shipping. And uh, it got in their hands, and it was the dub only, and everyone was really angry at Senegal for not telling anybody about that at all. Well, I think it was because on Amazon it was listed as being both in Japanese and in English, and then... Like, I think it was Right Stuff, just, like, a few days before it was set to be released, was like, oh, yeah, so we just got noticed that it's going to be English only. And everyone was just like, what? (laughs) And by that time, they'd already started shipping out copies to some people. So it was too late for some people to cancel their pre-orders. I can't remember if that dub was um, uh, one of the overseas dub or if it was... I think it was an overseas dub because when it was fir- when they first tried to release it here, I think it was a partnership between um, Taue and Genion. I think it was. Uh, yeah, that's right. They they only released the first like what like three or four volumes or something like that. And um, so if they had dubbed it, it wouldn't have been a complete dub. But if Cinedime is releasing it, they would have to have a complete dub. So I think it is uh, one of those weird, like, overseas dubs that they did for, like, uh, Asia or something. Uh, So I've never seen it myself. Uh, I've only seen it in Japanese. So I can't really say anything about the quality of it. But um, I've heard those some of those overseas dubs aren't so bad. Like, uh, there was one with... uh, uh, Cardcaptor Sakura yeah. that was more true to the you know actual story than uh, the whole card captors thing uh, and I heard it was pretty good uh, again I haven't seen it but I heard it was alright yeah um, I listened or I watched the first episode on the dub just because I was curious and mm. I actually didn't hate it as much as I thought I would um <laughs> Yeah, I was curious, and I looked through Amazon to see if, like, anyone had reviewed it, and there were a couple people that said the dub was actually pretty good. Yeah. Well, it's not good, I would say, but it's not terrible. (laughs) It's passable. (laughs) Yeah. I could listen to that for 101 episodes and not hate myself. That's probably a good thing. Because it is pretty long. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I watched the whole discs, um, both discs, and um, yeah, initially I was a little, like, they started with some puns that didn't really make sense in English, you know, some wordplay, but, you know, um, it, you know, the humor sort of made sense eventually, you know, and, um, yeah, it, it sort of, I mean, the story, you can't really change much of the story. 
So <laughs> Right. Uh, so so yeah. when they dubbed it they 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 left in the Japanese word puns and didn't really explain it. They just did a straight dub of it. Well, they did yeah, well, I mean they 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 uh, translated the words, you know, cuz yeah, it's like Hanamichi, the main character, hears something similar to something else, you know, and they, you know, changed it to what it would sound similar to in English. But, yeah, I mean, it... Uh, yeah, because I was going to say, that, uh, there's that whole part, like, I think it's in the first couple episodes where he gets really angry about basketball, and every time he hears somebody say something that sounds like basketball, <laughs> he gets like super mad yeah. and like headbutt yeah them. yeah that was uh, the first episode and he, he like one of them was like biscuits yeah you he, know because in japanese <laughs> it's a basketo ball and someone yeah. says biscuetto yeah or something like that <laughs> so, so, so it, like, it started out a little similar and then it started to stray a bit in that segment um in yeah. in the english dub um but yeah i mean it the you could you could tell, and I sampled a little bit of the Japanese recently on Crunchyroll, and you know the the voices are certainly different tones, you know. But um, yeah, I mean, I I would, I mean, I don't know how how long the the, the releases are going to be, but um, you know, I think that and 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 since uh, Jenyan and Toei didn't uh, dub the whole thing, I don't know if they're going to just. Because Cenodyme uh, did put out some subtitle-only releases, uh, like Mononoke, uh, yeah. the Noitamina show. Um, so they could do that, but that would be kind of weird to switch from English to, um, you know, just subtitle-only, you know. And I don't know if they've ever produced their own dubs either. So <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's why I was wondering if they were using a... Um, like an already made dub, like uh, an overseas one, uh, so then mm-hmm. they wouldn't have to worry about that. I was trying to look it up, but I'm not finding anything. To yeah, when I when I first got the copy of the the set. Um, oh yeah, I, okay. I, I'm sorry. I ju- I just found it. They they are using an Animax dub. Oh okay. Really? Yeah. Usually so so they could. Yeah, so they could. You know, if that was broadcast entirely, they could just go through the whole thing, I guess. Yeah, um, I, I guess that's yeah. their plan. Mm, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, but uh, but yeah, so that whole thing was a mess because, like, when I posted about it on my um my blog for my podcast, um, uh, there were a few people that were really excited because you know, Slam Dunk was pretty big for especially it was a huge shonen title in the 90s so a lot of guys that are like older that were like really into it uh would love to own that on DVD and then the minute they heard like oh it's dub only they were like uh no <laughs> and so uh, it was also a sports title that was a bajillion episodes that was actually being released on disc now so that is kind of just a mess and it makes me wonder if um synodyme even like really pays attention to how anime is released now i mean with with mononoke when they did that i mean that was pretty easy you just put that out on one disc you know they're done well, but, it's a couple of discs but it was a series well, but yeah yeah one, you one set, subtitle I mean. it 
yes, one <laughs> subtitle it and one set, and then that's it, you know. But I mean, there's other things like they don't. There's no no subtitles on the disc at all. So like when the the episode the title card comes up, it's just in Japanese, and there's no narration or anything. So um, I mean the the uh, menu the the DVD menu has the English titles on there for each episode, mm-hmm. but you know it, and and there's no like it seems like each time you finish an episode it kicks back to the episode menu there's no play all feature really yeah so at least at least that's when i was watching it on um on my computer i haven't i I think it probably would does the same thing on a dvd player but yeah this is all new to me because i just watched it on crunchyroll and yeah yeah i I didn't uh, get the dvd I mean, they still have the the interstitials and you know the opening and ending in Japanese. Um, so Do they subtitle the the music at all? No, it's just it has the the Japanese text on screen like it would on TV. Jeez. So it's not like a so yeah that makes it, it seem like it it came from one of those overseas dubs too where they might have that uh, on there as part of that. It's not like a. Well, I mean, it might be an old enough show that they don't really have, like, clear openings and closings anyway. Sure, um, like, I I don't think they, for its age, um, I don't think they have title cards without the text, because the titles look, like, painted on, uh, rather yeah. than, like, they slapped a font on it, and stuff like that. But, at the same time, like, that's just kind of crazy that they wouldn't be, like... Here's the subtitle for the opening, and here's the subtitle for, like, do they have subtitles for the signage at all? No. So, like, when not. there's text in the background <laughs> on reactions, it's just like you have to figure like, out good luck. somebody's. You have to figure out somebody's name, or you know. Oh man, really? So, Ooh. I mean, it's like in katakana or you know, uh, hiragana. So it's not like it's like one of the characters names so you know it's just like you know it's weird that it was it's sort of series got a blu-ray release in japan last year or sometime recently so it's sort of weird that they're just getting the only the the dvd too i mean it might be more work to deal with the blu-rays but yeah it's a weird timing it's probably more cost-effective for them to just be like, let's just throw it on Blu-ray and put the dub on it, and who cares about anything else? I, I'm assuming that there's, like, no real extras or anything either. No, well, there might be some things. But, I mean, it, it's not like... They do a whole other set of, you know, cartoon releases and other film releases, so... Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, this is the first thing. Well, I did buy Mononoke from them, so it's the second thing I've gotten from them. You know, it, it's sort of not a good first step for a popular older title to. Yeah, uh, for something that sold like millions of copies in Japan and is super, super popular uh, for, you know, people of that age where, you know, that came out or who wanted to ever get into it, they're not making it very easy, or uh, they're not presenting it very well. (laughs) They're just like, 
doesn't give a lot of confidence for anyone who wants to buy anything more. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is... In Japan, this is such a legacy title. I mean, everyone in the 90s was just, like, all about Slam Dunk. This was, like, a huge deal. So to see it just be like, oh, hey, whatever. Here it is, I guess. Kind of. (laughs) That's kind of disappointing. I mean, it's pretty sad that you could watch a better version of it in Japanese subtitled on Crunchyroll for free. Yeah. I mean, you shouldn't, that shouldn't be the, the free one shouldn't be the one that's better. <laughs> Cause in the, in the, on the Crunchyroll one, you know, all the signs are subtitled mostly and the names are translated and, um, they don't have the song translations, but I think that's a, uh, I think Crunchyroll themselves say that a lot of times their song, like opening songs, won't be translated because they can't get the rights to lyrics or something like that. But they subtitle some of the um, staff credits or, or editor or whatever. Yeah, like the production credits are on it, which so, is uh, something you don't. That see might be a Toei thing where they kind of wanted to have. Yeah, that. I think it's been I think on it's there good. for a while, and the Funimation also has it on their service. I'm assuming it's the same episode. Uh, you know, subtitles or anything. So, like, their hearts subbed on there. So, yeah. Um, but, you know, I mean, I, it's like season one, volume one. So they're assuming if they do uh, an, on the cover, that's what it says. So, they're assuming that if they, you know, the next release would be season one, volume two, they haven't announced another set yet. Yeah. Uh, so. <laughs> Which and, and it took a while. It took a while for the because the, there was a delay or a couple of delays pushing back the release date, and then finally in May, mm-hmm. it came out. Yeah, it doesn't uh, boast a lot of confidence for them where they're like, "Oh, yeah, here's the first one. Where's the second one? <laughs> you can't even pre-order yeah. it yet. Like, not really a good sign." Yeah, I'll hate for like they're gauging interest on the first set, but then they fuck up the first sec so badly that no one wants to buy it. Yeah. So they never get a second sec. Yeah, that that wouldn't be the first time a, a Taui title has uh, uh, a Toei title has done that. Uh, I think some of, well, I don't know. I might be the only one who remembers. Um, there was a company that tried to release Galaxy Express uh, 3.9 TV show. Oh, yeah. And the first set was just so abysmal that they were just like, Oh, that's it. No more. Was that like Illumitune or Oh S'more Entertainment? Yeah. 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 One of those Okay. It wasn't it wasn't good. (laughs) It was pretty bad. So uh, you know poor (laughs) poor old Toei titles don't seem to be doing so hot right now. Their track record is not which is a huge disappointment because a lot of those old Toei shows are pretty great and I would love to own more of them, but I would prefer to own ones that were complete and nicely put together. <laughs> yeah, in an ideal world. Yeah. Uh, yeah. At least they're streaming. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. <laughs> but... You know, we should move on to something better. We should talk about the actual show itself. Yeah. Uh, Let's just take a quick break, and then we'll come back and talk about the show. 
The first part of Slam Dunk was fun, wasn't it? Basketball is great. Let's play it together. Thanks for waiting. The second part of Slam Dunk will start in a minute. Let's get together in front of TV. Dang. We're back. We're here to talk about Slam Dunk the TV show. So, what did you guys think of these first 14 episodes in general? First impressions. Well, I'd already seen it, but it had been a really long time since I'd seen it. So it was kind of like watching it again for the first time. Like, there was a lot of stuff I didn't remember. And um, I I almost forget that, like, the main character, um, Hanamichi, he, he, he starts out, like, kind of like a not super likable character. <laughs> like, yeah, the first he's a delinquent and... Yeah, the first couple of episodes, he's just like, he's kind of this big, kind of scary looking, he's supposed to be like, what, 16? He looks like he's like in his 20s. Uh, he's this big, kind of a scary, delinquent looking guy with uh, red hair for some reason. Um, and he has a penchant for headbutting people when he gets angry. Uh, <laughs> and uh, he, he starts out like he's not even interested in basketball at all. He doesn't know anything about basketball. He doesn't know the inner workings of it. He he's only really interested in it because there's a girl he likes and she really likes basketball and wants him to be on the basketball team. What better reason is there? <laughs> so, you know, at first you're kind of like, okay, this guy, like what is he even doing? He he's so clueless, but it kind of turns into like he's almost endearing like we throughout the next few episodes like you know we find out he's not really as tough as he might seem he's kind of just a nice guy but he's just kind of stupid <laughs> um so he kind of he has a heart in there it's just he's kind of misguided sometimes um but so he gets involved in uh, the, the his school's basketball team mostly because he really, really wants to impress uh, this girl, Haruko, because he uh, because he was a delinquent and he was a bad kid, uh, no, he'd been turned down by girls like left and right. Like nobody wanted to pay attention to him. And he was like, oh, maybe if I become an athlete, that'll turn it around for me. Like, I'll get some respect, and people won't think I'm such a bad person. Uh, and we can't avoid this any longer. Uh, Sakuragi looks a lot like Kuwabara from Yu Yu Hakusho. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he kind of does. And, like, the people kept being introduced, and the the rival, I forget his name. Oh, Rukawa. Uh, Rukawa, yes. He kind of looks like Yusuke, but I think that's just because the Sakuragi kind of looks like Kuwabara, so I'm... Making them look similar in my head. But then his well, gang kind of looks like Kuwabara's gang. <laughs> I don't know. I feel it's like I'm watching whole... Yu Hakusho with basketball. <laughs> it's kind of that stereotypical, like, uh, delinquent kids gang look sort of thing. Um, but the funny thing is, um, Hanamichi doesn't keep that hairstyle forever. That's uh, e eventually, eventually, he will get a different haircut. I won't go into details why, because it's kind of a spoiler. But yeah, he won't have that red pompadour forever. 
Which is kind of sad because it is pretty cool. <laughs> but there's definitely the the sort of formulaic shonen thing going on. Um, like you said, there's like, you know, it makes you think like Yu Yu Hakusho. But there's also like the whole, you know, the main character, the hero is usually the, the really loud and the boisterous one, like uh, Hanamichi. Um, and then... Ryukawa is sort of his like frenemy. You know, they're supposed to be they're supposed to be teammates and they're supposed to get along, but he hates his guts because Haruko likes Ryukawa. Uh and so by default he hates Ryukawa. Ryukawa just kinda seems like indifferent to everything. He's just he's the the, the quiet, like whatever sort of character. He likes to nap. So. Yeah. <laughs> he likes basketball. to sleep. He doesn't care. And the first, you know, little chunk of episodes we go through, you know, the the opening theme kind of makes us think like, oh, they're going to play basketball. We're going to just jump into this whole like, oh, they're going to play. It's going to be really cool. But like I said, like the typical sort of shonen story sort of thing, he has to start from the beginning. He has to learn all the basics, even though... He doesn't want to. He wants to just jump right into, um, like, I want to just play, like, right now. Like, give me the ball. I want to play. Well, I can't get um, slam dunk right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's another thing. They, they they find out really quickly, like, uh, Akagi, he's the, he's the team captain for the high school, uh-huh. who also happens to be Haruko's big brother. He discovers really quickly that um, Hanamichi has really great potential like he just pulls out a slam dunk out of nowhere and is just like oh my god like this guy can jump like crazy well but he lacks the basic skills and knowledge of like the inner workings of basketball so he just wants to just every time he's on the court he's just like let me do a slam dunk i just want to do that i want to jump and do a slam dunk uh because he thinks that's all there is to it (laughs) I mean, that's basically it in basketball, right? <laughs> well, that's that's the thing that, you know, most people think about when they think of basketball. They're like, oh, slam dunks and, you know, jumping really high and, and really expensive sneakers. Being <laughs> you know, so we have to, we see, you know, him with his other teammates. You know, we get uh, introduced to the rest of the team, uh, the team manager, uh, who's also a girl. Uh, oh, I gosh, I can't remember. Yeah. Aiko, yeah. Um, and the coach, who was apparently, like, legendary, uh, that everyone kind of talks about in, like, hushed uh, rever- revelry, like, they're just like, oh. Like, he was the white-haired devil. Yeah. Now he's the white-haired Buddha. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, he's he's calmer, he sips tea, you know, he says, oh, ho, ho, a bunch. Uh, you know, he just sort of lets uh, Akagi deal with the team. You know, in typical shonen fashion, we see, like, you know, the big boisterous hero, Hanamichi. He's just like, I just want to jump and jump right into it and do my slam dunk and be the hero because I'm a basketball genius. Ah, But, um, you know, he has to learn the basics. I mean, they have to teach him how to dribble. They have to teach him how to do a layup. dribbling is. Yeah. (laughs) they, They use this really, you know, they use the actual, like, you know basketball terminology and every time they pull out like a new word he's like what's that i I don't know what that is 
Like, <laughs> and everyone just stares at him like, are you serious? Like, most for the first few episodes, he spends most of his time just, like, not even really playing basketball, but, like, like throwing balls at Rukawa and telling him how much he sucks. <laughs> and calling the captain a gorilla and... Uh... Yeah. That's, that's one of the running jokes, I guess. <laughs> yeah. He, uh, Hanamichi has weird nicknames for everybody. Yeah. I guess, I guess he doesn't like just remembering people's names, so he just gives everybody nicknames. Well, by, based on how they're characterizing him, I don't know if he's smart enough to remember everyone's names. <laughs> that's true. He's just like, I'm not even going to bother remembering. You're Gorilla, you're Four Eyes, uh, <laughs> you're Boss Monkey. Uh, <laughs> and then I love like the character design that they give him when he's in gorilla mode. Yeah, they gave him like this like angry gorilla face. That's that's one thing I really like about the uh, the anime, even though it's uh, you know considerably old. Uh, well, not like super old, but you know it's old. They do a really good job reflecting the original manga style for the most part, which is both good and bad because I mean. <laughs> Like I said before, like, Hanamichi, he's supposed to be, like, 16. Uh, but him and all of his friends, like, all of them look like 30-year-old men. <laughs> they look like really scary giant men. Uh, which is kind of jarring. And you even see, like, when they're on the train to go to their first game, you see a lot of people, like, on the train, like, kind of freak out because they're so huge and intimidating looking. <laughs> It's kind of like, like if you're watching any of the new anime, like if you watch like My Love Story, it's kind of like they all kind of look like Takeo, <laughs> just like giant muscular dudes. And you're just like, do ja do people like that even exist in Japan? Like, do all 16 year olds who play basketball in Japan just look like that? <laughs> I guess in a perfect world, they would. Because then they'd be perfect for playing basketball. And thats I think that's literally the only reason they let Namichi on the team is because they're like, oh, he's huge and he can jump really well. And he's really good at doing a slam dunk. But we have to teach him all these basics because other than that, he's terrible. Yeah, it seemed <laughs> like the, the I mean, it, it took a while for them to actually, like you said, get to playing basketball in a, a competitive environment. Because it, it starts at the beginning of the, the year, the school year, and then, you know, they, they recruit the students, and then there's, like, these showdowns and practices and stuff, and then, yeah, they they have their first practice game against a rival school, and, and that's sort of where the, like, the disc, the, the disc set ends in the middle of this game, but, uh, yeah, I mean, there was a lot of Hanamichi fawning over Haruko and uh there was even like something where there was like an episode and a half where it's like does he still want to be on the team or not oh yeah you know? where that where that guy from the judo team was like oh he's so big and strong he should be on the judo team and he tries to convince him to stop playing basketball and be on the judo team by um lording over the fact that he has photos of Haruko as a as a young girl back in her elementary school days <laughs> which I thought was kind of creepy to yeah, be honest really I was like like why is that so important you know, but you know you have to remember that this was done in the 90s so like photos like tangible photos were 
kind of a big deal in Japan still. Like, um, like we see this same sort of thing in Ranma where people are like, oh, look, I have photos of so-and-so. You want to buy them? You know, now it, it, that, that same thing wouldn't be able to work very well because you could just be like, well, I'll just go on her Twitter or her Facebook or her Instagram and look at photos of her. I don't need real ones. Like, what's up with that? But it was kind of interesting in the respect that inadvertently we get to see that basketball is slowly becoming more important to him because he doesn't just automatically go, yes, yes, I'll just quit the basketball team so I can get those because I love her. He purposely, like, you know, says no. And the reason isn't because, like, oh, I don't need those photos. It's, you know, I can't quit basketball because I'm a basketball man. He actually (laughs) says that. I'm a basketball man. That kind of... uh, pumps up like uh akagi and um aiko because they're kind of like watching and hoping like oh please don't have him say yes oh we need him uh which <laughs> was kind of weird because at that time he still wasn't really that great so i don't know why they were like oh please don't let him say no but <laughs> but they got really excited because uh i guess because you know they realized like oh he's actually taking this seriously uh you know there's hope for him Plus, that the, it was kind of funny because it was a, another sports sort of reference in an already, like, sports anime. Yeah, I mean, the, the action, when they're actually playing basketball, you know, it looks looks good. And then they, they do have, like, they did have some points where they have, like, typical reaction shots to, like, different people, you know, during the showdowns and other things. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Your your typical uh, shown in reaction shots where they're like, oh, you know, just woo, and you know they replay that same still frame for like three three cuts. <laughs> yeah, because they're like, oh my god, <gasps> they're so surprised. You have to show it three times. <laughs> you know, for for its age, the animation is pretty good. I mean, obviously, some episodes look a little better than others. But when it comes to, like, the action, they try to do most of the key animation there. So it ends up looking, like, pretty good. I mean, even the even the part where, you know, he was in that kind of, like, fake judo match with the other guy, um, the direction was still pretty great for something that, uh, what, this was made in 93? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... Uh, it still looked pretty good. We won't see most of the really good animation until they get like later on in the series once they start playing more serious games. But uh, it's it still looks pretty great for something that was you know hand painted and hand drawn. You know we haven't really talked about it yet, but the fact that uh, obviously the creator of Slam Dunk was a really big fan of the Chicago Bulls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, because yeah, there was like a, a in in um in uh was it Akagi's bedroom or something. There's like it looks like Scottie Pippen or something. <laughs> oh yeah, he's got posters all over his room, and then their their uniforms themselves. Uh, uh yeah, red and black. Yeah, they're the the red and white and black uniform they look exactly like the chicago bulls uniforms and even their away jerseys the white ones look like uh the the bulls away jerseys uh-huh. and i have read i don't know if it's entirely true but it did kind of make sense to me that hanamichi is supposed to be a mix of um the mangaka's 
him, uh, experience with basketball himself, uh, uh, Takehiko Inoue, uh, as well as he, he sort of modeled him after Dennis Rodman uh, in, in the respect that he's like really noisy. He kind of just does what he wants. He gets into a lot of fights. Uh, he's just very kind of loud and out there. And then the whole red hair thing, you know, he's got crazy colored hair. Uh, he's kind of a, del- you know, he starts out as a delinquent. And it's kind of funny because Dennis Rodman did play for the Chicago Bulls at one point, but it was after Slam Dunk had already ended. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was, yeah, the manga went from 90 to 96. But, you know, the he was, I don't know how the, because, I mean, on the covers, he had, like, red hair, so, mm-hmm. of the manga. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that was a choice early on. Yeah, uh, and people make reference to it. So, cause he used to be on the the he was on the Detroit Pistons, I think, as part of the Bad Boys mm-hmm, in the mm-hmm. like late uh, '80s, early '90s. Uh, I think at the time when he made it, he was just like, I'm just gonna mix a bunch of stuff that I like into this thing because he was a really big fan of basketball. Uh, well, Takahiko Inoue, like I was saying. Um, who he said he also got into basketball uh, initially because he wanted to impress girls, <laughs> but then he, he turned out he really, really just loved basketball after a while. So you kind of see that in Hanichi as well. So the first fourteen episodes, like I think it's a pretty good introduction to Slam Dunk because you kind of get a feeling for like all the characters. Uh, it's a it's a good start. You get kind of a taste of. You know, there's going to be a lot of training involved. There's going to be, like, here's all the major characters so far. Um, and then, you know, it ends right at kind of a uh, exciting point. You know, we're about halfway through their their very first game, even though it's a practice game. But it's still really it, important. It's a really good team, you know, that they want to show that they are, um, you know, up to taking on their competitors that year. So... Yeah, they they want to show that they're really serious this year, that they really want to get to nationals. Um, they want to impress. Uh, for some reason, there's reporters there, and they want to, uh, you know, look good in front of them. Uh, of course, Hanamichi wants to look good in front of uh, Haruko, who's there with her friends watching the game. Um, there's also, <laughs> we didn't really uh, mention them before, but there's also um, Ryukawa's uh, cheerleaders are also yeah, there. Yeah, there's like, there's like three girl, main girls who just every look, watch the practices and are at the game and you know, just cheer very loudly and Hanamichi doesn't like that and <laughs> so I think he's also just upset because, you know, they he, I don't think he would really care that much if they are shouting for Ryukawa, but um, you know, Haruko sometimes gets into it and she'll start screaming yeah. for Yukawa because she really likes him. Uh, yeah. And that, I think that's what really gets him mad. He's like, no, yeah. pay attention to me, me, me. But, but um, yeah. yeah, and then there's, um, you know, some real life sports references. Like they have, they have this, well, segment like uh, Dr. T. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you, who, uh, who might be, you know, tea for Takahiko or something. Yeah, it's, it's uh, supposed to be the, the mangaka, even though it's not voiced by him. It's supposed to be like him just coming in and being like, 
here's some basketball stuff you might not know. Let me explain it for you. Which is kind of good if thing. you're. Uh, which is kind of good if you're not super familiar with uh, basketball. He, they kind of run you into the basics or run through the basics with you, um, which, you know, in Japan, a lot of people credit Slam Dunk for really getting Japanese fans into basketball. Because before then, it was like not as big of a thing. But as Slam Dunk became much more popular, basketball suddenly became way more popular uh, I mean, so much so that the the original manga artist even set up a scholarship fund for basketball, which I always thought was kind of cool. But uh, he said that he loved basketball so much that he wanted to give something back to it. Yeah. And then it took um, a decade. But, well, I mean, they had like some league there, but uh, I guess. But I mean, they had uh, in 90, uh, 2005, they have like a professional league for for basketball that some you know some players from the west come over and play you know when they're not not like really well-known players but you know so so like if they need to get back into things you know maybe they come over there and 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 then there's other basketball titles that are sort of because of that popularity from slam dunk they came into being uh, oh sure! Like now we have uh, obviously like uh, Kuroku's basket, and uh, I think Ino also did another basketball manga. Was it? He did a buzzer Real? beater. Oh yeah, okay. Real, yeah. Real was like starts off with wheelchair basketball. Yeah, buzzer beater was uh, another one that got a web animation. I think. I never saw yeah. that. Um, but. He might have done something else too, vagabond or something. Anyway, oh yeah, um, vagabond. That's that's not a basketball title, but also very, very good. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I would like to see more of it uh, after watching these first fourteen episodes, and you know, it's still you still have the parts where Hanamichi is not following the rules of the game and you know <laughs> definitely not <laughs> yeah i would like to get more to the manga too just to see you know how much of it gets spread out over the course of an episode and stuff so and yeah i mean this yeah this did put out all the all this uh volumes of the manga uh wrapped up maybe a year or two ago it's like 31 volumes so yeah it's it's pretty long <laughs> um yeah i keep i keep thinking i haven't looked it up like do they have it available digitally they don't and and that's really something that should. i would want yeah i mean i would want to have it would be easier you know instead of having yeah. 31 books it, um, it would be way easier i mean it's it's an interesting series and um i really love uh Inoue's style because he does more of like a realistic sort of almost American comic style. You'd think since it's a Shonen Jump title, they would consider putting that out digitally because that yeah, was like a they, really they're going back really to popular some of their older stuff. Yeah. yeah, I mean with the recent popularity of like JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, um, they recently reprinted like Yu Yu Hakusho and Doctor Slump and a couple of other ones that had been kind of out of print. Like I really hope that Viz would consider maybe 
putting it. I mean, now would be a really good time with the DVD, the first DVD coming out, maybe. <laughs> yeah, but, <laughs> so they could be like, yeah. well, if you if you were disappointed with the that uh, DVD release, you can buy the manga. <laughs> Well, sports sports series is sort of a tough sell in the United States. I mean, now with the popularity of the newer series, you know, among fans and mm. so, some of like uh, Ping Pong came out this week on DVD and Blu-ray. Um, yeah. Haikyuu is, I think, in in July or uh, sometime there. And Discotech got uh, Yawamushi pedal, didn't they? Yeah, that's yep. true. yeah they did. So they'll they'll do that one. Uh, Free has, yeah. Oh yeah, Free's yeah. coming out soon. Yeah. The popular titles are getting exposure on uh, physical media. I mean, manga is a little harder because you have to set up the printing and schedule in advance uh, more months, and there's a declining sales with each volume. Yeah, so, and especially something that long. I mean, it's yeah. it's. It's really easy to sell, like, you know, how many ever volumes of, like, say, Naruto or uh, Attack on Titan, because that has an anime to fall back on. So, you know, the popularity of one pushes the other. Physical manga that's really long, that doesn't have an anime tie-in, is always a really hard sell, which is a shame, but it's just the truth. Sadly. (laughs) Yeah. I do hope that this at least maybe gets another release, you know? Uh, I hope they make it at least to however long Genion got. (laughs) Like, they got to, like, three or four or something. Yeah. (sighs) Just that whole mess, like, I think they might have already shot themselves in the foot with this, kind of alienating half of their audience already. (laughs) But, I mean, it does have a... It does... The show itself and... The adapted manga series, you know, are, you know, it, it is funny and it does have the, the root basis, the grounding of, you know, sports anime. I, I heard, you know, I haven't watched that much Kuroko's basketball, but I hear people call it like Magic Shonen Basketball or something. <laughs> yeah, that's accurate. Magic, magic Shonen Basketball. Um, <laughs> Yeah, that's the one thing that Slam Dunk doesn't really have going for it is that it's not really, I wouldn't really call it bishonin-y. But I do know that, you know, back in the day, back in the day, uh, I did have a lot of female friends that were into it uh, for, you know, the same reasons that they might be into Kuriko's Basket now. (laughs) Uh, Just because the, uh, there's, there's a real sort of love-hate relationship going on with uh, Hanamichi and Rukawa and, mm-hmm. you know, female fans are all about that. <laughs> they love that kind of stuff. I mean, it's not really my cup of tea for sports anime for the most part, um, but uh, it is there. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, I think a lot of uh, older fans' first exposure to that sort of uh, fandom element probably started with Slam Dunk, but I, it's it's a really I was surprised at how much fun I actually had rewatching it because you know it starts off a little kind of like it's a little cliched, a little cheesy, but it's it's just really fun and the characters are genuinely likable and you just kind of want to see 
Hanamichi go through his training, you want you want to root for him and you want to see him improve. After a certain point, you're just like, yeah, he's 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 a big dope and he's kind of silly, but he's funny and he's likable, and you just kind of want to see what happens to him. Yeah, I, w- I would certainly like it to get a digital release to the slam dunk manga, but I mean, it might be an author thing because I don't think his other stuff is digital. That's so. true. I don't think Vagabond is uh, available digitally. That's always one of those weird hurdles that you have to go through whenever there's like ebook releases. You have to make sure that uh, the author is also on board. I think Viz had a lot of trouble getting um, more of Naoki Urasawa's stuff for a long time because he was just Mm -hmm. very stubborn. So it could be a case of that as well. But I really hope that eventually they maybe they'd at least consider it because their Shonen Jump digital stuff seems to be doing like super, super well right now. So I would think this would be right in that wheelhouse. And it would be a lot easier to collect 31 volumes of something in ebook format than it would on a shelf. I mean, that takes up a lot of space. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And hopefully this isn't the end of the Synonyme release already. Hopefully they'll have subtitles on the next one. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be nice. Uh, at least for signs, I guess. You know, um, I mean, I've been kind of following the... Not behind the scenes, but like their financial stuff, and, and like looking to see if they like they're trying to do a lot of uh, video on demand stuff. Hmm. Um, not not with this, but you know they are saying <laughs> like they have like a con TV channel, like partner with Wizard World, and you know their you know domestic international films. They I guess license those to services, so. I mean, this is probably just not, it's not going to show up in like some conference call or anything, <laughs> but, yeah. uh, you know, I mean, like they put out the, the Digimon seasons, the dubbed seasons on DVD. Yeah, they so, do. Yeah. So, yeah. Which and that, also and that got, don't have Japanese audio tracks on them. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Those like ones, the, those ones got egg for TV though, a little. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. it's, it's weird because they have those, uh, you know, complete box sets. They're the American version of Digimon. Um, and, but they have the Japanese version streaming, like uncut on, on like, like on Netflix. And, um, now I think there is it also on Hulu, I think. I can't remember. But it is definitely on Netflix, uh, which, always kind of made me go you know that's kind of weird that they would put that on netflix but they wouldn't put it out on dvd like it makes me wonder if it's a weird licensing issue i don't know it's just very odd (laughs) but it's it's kind of strange um for the longest time slam dunk was available on like um i think the first place i ever saw it online streaming legally was hulu actually uh and this was like i want to say almost six or seven years ago it's it was a while back and i was really surprised i was like what they released all of slam dunk like you can watch it for free on what i was really excited about that uh even though like it took me this long to start (laughs) rewatching, i was like wow look it's on there and then i just plum forgot about it 
Um, and then I think it was also on like a couple of other online places for a while, but now it's only on Crunchyroll. So I keep, I keep hoping that that's not a bad sign that like, you know, it's like expiring from all these other places and then like hopefully it won't disappear overnight from Crunchyroll as well because then like if Cinegibe stops their releases then you know that's it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that would Yeah, suck. I mean Toei Toei um they tried to do new media stuff with like they have a YouTube channel but they didn't up, haven't updated it in a while but they put like yeah. Ghost Sweeper Mikami on there. Yeah, um, and it's not anywhere else. It's only on that. <laughs> Only on YouTube. Um, and then there was some other series on there. But, yeah, I mean, it's it's sort of how do you get somebody interested in this over 20-year-old series? And, I mean, basketball is still popular, a still popular sport. Um, yeah, but you can't just expect America. it to, you, you can't yeah, just expect you it can't. to be like, here you go, and just let it sit there. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> that doesn't and I don't know. I don't even know what their advertising thing is, you know. I think it's just like put this out and maybe someone will for the best. Hope <laughs> it, it just like, oh, this thing is out, you know. I I I got it was on Amazon. It was that's where I got it from. It was Amazon, but it's on the specialist shops and I don't know if it's in like other stores or anything. But yeah, like I, I haven't stores. looked to see. Yeah, I haven't looked to see if it's in any of the physical stores around me. Uh, the only places I know for sure that it is is like you can get it from Right Stuff and Amazon and uh, probably like Robert's Anime Corner Store. You know the usual places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, it, it's 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 entertaining, you know. And and like you alluded to, uh, Don, uh, the it, it ramps up. I guess, you know. Oh yeah, definitely. It definitely does as it progresses. You know, like most shonen anime, it starts out kind of slow, and it just tries to build it up until you know you start getting to the really good stuff. Like you know, when they get to like you know more important games, and then maybe they'll get to the playoffs, and then maybe they'll get to nationals, and maybe they'll win. You well, know, first like maybe he'll be in a game. <laughs> Yeah, first maybe Hanamichi will actually be in a game instead of just screaming and, um, you know, butting people's heads <laughs> and throwing basketballs at people. But, you know, baby steps. He has to learn the basics first. <laughs> he can't just go out there and slam dunk every time, even though he really, really wants to. I think that's kind of a good analogy for life in general. You, you really want to go out there and do the slam dunk every time, but... You gotta learn to, you know, walk before you can jump. Uh, all right. So, <laughs> <laughs> I think we've exhausted thoughts on fourteen episodes. Probably. Uh, not it, much. it was it was a good it was a good beginning. Like I was yeah. saying, I think I think it's off to a really good start. And not and much I think really it's happening. A... All right. So, any final final thoughts on Slam Dunk, Tomagon? I think the only other thing that I made note of when I was watching was that for something that was made in the 90s, uh, it doesn't really show its age too badly. I think the only time I was ever kind of like, you know, this probably wouldn't have happened if it was going on like right now was when uh, you got that one 
bench warmer from the uh, opposing team who came in to check out Shohoku, Shohoku uh, yeah. uh, game or practice game. Uh, and he was writing everything in like a secret notebook and he had like all these handwritten notes about the characters and their stats and how tall they were and all this other stuff, you know, uh, and, and if, if that was something that was happening today, we'd maybe see some kid just like going, showing up at the game and then looking all of this up on like his phone or something. Uh, a secret notebook wouldn't be, you know, as big of a deal <laughs> as it had, probably was back then. Um, but other than that, we don't see, like, a lot of uh, stuff that would age it too terribly, I don't think. Which which can be a problem for, you know, older shows. I think that's something that uh, is really good. It doesn't hold it back. I think if someone was interested in uh, checking out Slam Dunk, I mean, if if you don't want to go into, you know putting the money into that first uh, Syndigam DVD. Uh, like we were saying, it is on Crunchyroll. It's all there. It's subtitled, and all the names and the signs are subtitled, uh, so you don't have to worry about that kind of thing. The subtitles are decent. The translation's pretty good. Uh, the The picture isn't the best it could be, sadly. Yeah, I feel like those um, DVDs looked a little better than the stream. Yeah, the... The videos that they gave them were not that great, uh, but you know, for something that is kind of old, it's passable. Yeah, so. yeah. I mean, it, it's it's. Uh, yeah, I would say you know, if you're interested, try it on Crunchyroll, and you know, it is it, it's accessible to someone who you know might not. I mean, it's 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 like a like a first comedy, and there's light romance i guess uh, <laughs> sort but of. sort of but um yeah i mean it's something that you know it, it you could try out i mean it, it uh i mean it the dvd says 20 dollars, but i mean that's something you could put towards something else too you know i mean i, I don't at least you can try it you know it's not like a, a blind buy or something yeah i mean i would say it's it's a good good show from what i've seen Takes a while to get the ball rolling, but it gets there after Krivik. Hang in there. It's sports anime that's shonen and long running. Yeah, like like many long running sports anime, you have to kind of stick with it for a few episodes before it starts getting really interesting. Because if I had just watched the first couple episodes, I probably would have been like, eh, eh it's okay. But you kind of have to get to know some of these characters, I think, a little bit before you start really getting a little invested in it. Yeah. Which is fun, though, because uh, then you kind of feel like you follow their journey and you grow a little bit with them, especially, like, you know, once they start the training and the playing the games and stuff. So, yeah, I would recommend checking it out. All right. Uh, let's wrap this up, then. Uh, Tom, where can we find you on the internet? Um, I'm on Twitter at uh, Calaggy, and... Um, I have a blog that I try to update maybe once a week uh, called Nagorimasen uh, and sometimes write about sports series on uh, sport and fiction, although I haven't done that recently. But yeah, so mainly Twitter and the, the, the first blog I mentioned. It's Calaggy. I thought it was Calaggy this entire time. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know what that is, but I'll go with it. <laughs> that makes more sense. Anyway, Don, 
Uh, well, you can find me on my own podcast uh, about uh, older anime and being a fandom in or being part of fandom in the uh, 80s and 90s before the internet was a big thing. It's called the Anime Nostalgia Podcast. Uh, you can find it on animenostalgia.blogspot.com, uh, animenostalgia.tumblr.com, or you can just search iTunes or Stitcher for the Anime Nostalgia Podcast. Um, I'm also on Twitter. I have a personal Twitter, uh, at Bunny Cartoon, uh, where I just tweet about all sorts of random crap in my life, and occasionally the aforementioned older anime. <laughs> and sometimes even new anime, because I still watch anime, because I basically just grew up to be a, an older dork. <laughs> I never stopped really loving anime, so, Yeah. <laughs> Alright, and I'm on Twitter at ImpassionateK, and the podcast is everywhere that Don said her podcast was, but at Taiku Podcast. <laughs> uh, thank you two for coming on the show. Next time is... God knows what. I'll figure it out later. <laughs> uh, but look forward to the rest of the Slam Dunk series, too. Yeah, I'll be watching with you guys, even if I'm not on any future ones. I'll still be watching it, because... I had a lot of fun rewatching it. I'll definitely try to get you two on in the future. <laughs> yeah. Yay, reunion episode! <laughs> <laughs>cool that this is episode 10 because uh hanamichi's number is 10 (laughs) how formidable i planned that (laughs) (laughs) you you should just lie and say you did